Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Ship Talk, the official podcast of Orbit MI. I'm Ellis Tucci, the managing editor, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Ryan Dooley, Chief Commercial Officer, Orbit MI. Today, we're going to talk about a little conference that happened up in Stanford, Connecticut last week called CMA 2022. Now, unfortunately, I was sick as a dog last week, and so I was not able to make it. But thankfully, a number of our team got to go up to Stanford and walk through the floor, see the partners, see all the exhibitors. And so today, Ryan and I want to talk a little bit about CMA. Absolutely. And I will say on behalf of the team, you were sorely missed, my friend. We, Your presence, You're your absence hard. of presence was was felt. There's always next year, let me tell you. There is. There's always. That's the beauty about CMA. There's always exactly. going to be next year. <laughs> so to start off our little question and answer session, Ryan, I was wondering if you could tell me if you had kind of any big takeaways from CMA, any uh, threads that you kind of found that went through the whole conference, any any big lessons or or ideas about the maritime industry? Absolutely. And actually, well, even before that, though, Ellis, what I'd like to do is I'd like to just say a huge shout out uh, to any of the CMA team members that may be listening to us today here. So Connecticut Maritime Association or hashtag CMA shipping, uh, you know, huge shout out to those guys. Uh, the president, Chris Aversano, put on a heck of an event. It was a great time. Have by all. And actually, I'll take a, a beat now, if you don't mind, uh, just to give a little bit of a description about it for anyone who might be just tuning in here and not familiar with CMA. Does that sound OK, Ellis? Absolutely, Ryan. Take it away. So CMA, uh, the Connecticut Maritime Association, they put this event on every year. And I'd say almost every year. It's been this time of the year, end of March, beginning of April, uh, with the exception of last year, in which they did one in October as a product of delays and shutdowns from COVID. Uh, the CMA is largely informative, educational, and uh, networking based. So the reason why I mentioned informative and educational is because they have so many different uh, paths there. To uh, Not paths is the wrong word for it, but uh, the tracks, the, the different educational tracks. tracks I was just about to suggest tracks. That's perfect, right? I mean, I'm assuming that's what they call it. If they don't, that's what we're calling it from here on out. But they have all their different educational tracks. So there's like multiple uh, speakers going on in multiple rooms. Uh, it's a fantastic place where you have members of uh, shipping lines, you have uh, aftermarket manufacturing representatives there, you have extremely well represented this year by the technology side. So there was a lot of software providers as well as environmentalists. There were several different environmental, I don't want to say groups, but environmental support groups uh, were present there and they were making their presence known in a very positive way in trying to recruit as many people as possible. It was a fantastic time uh, and there's a lot of high level people that are coming and joining us for that. So first and foremost, once again, thank you guys for a great event, but that's what it is for anyone who didn't know. Getting back to your question, though, I'm sorry, what was your question again? Uh, my question going back to that was if you had any big takeaways or, or some through threads that you found over the course of the conference. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, the number one takeaway that I have from the conference is doesn't even come from any of the tracks like I described. My number one top tier takeaway since we've had so many events that were canceled over the past two years, and I don't mean to go too cliche in the whole like in this post pandemic world or post new normal or however you want to mm -hmm. phrase it there. Just the idea of being back live and in person with your colleagues, that was 
I can't even describe how much of a difference it made. I mean, it's we were there sense. with so many different people. We were there so we were able to be live and in person and chatting with them. And I got some great advice uh, last year from Wartzilla. Wartzilla being a large manufacturer of marine engines there, which mm-hmm. works with all the major lines. But I'm chatting with one of the gentlemen and I asked him almost the same thing. I was like, okay, so what's your big takeaway or what's your best thought about the uh, conference so far? His advice was conferences like this are less about what you came here to talk about, what your your talking points about your business. You're going to have those. You're going to be having those conversations. It's more mm-hmm. about what's in the air, what's in the atmosphere of the conference. He meant what are people talking about when you sit down and you have a pint at the coffee breaks? When people kind of let down their hair a little bit and stop talking about their talking points, what industry factoids are you able to pull away from that? I couldn't have been floored more if he had told me the secret to the maritime industry you know, was a, a, a healthy diet and good sleep. The, yeah. uh, <laughs> his, his advice there was extremely useful to me, especially in this particular instance when I came back, because I started to really pay attention to what are the conversations that I'm hearing in between meetings. And that was a big, big takeaway. We were talking to people that were highly, highly motivated to actually have substantive conversations. And that probably sounds a little bit like, well, yeah, Ryan, that's what we're here for. But as many, many people know, uh, conferences had become over the years a bit of a boondoggle. And they would become an opportunity to you know, have some good dinners and have some good drinks with friends. But you didn't necessarily get to the business of the day all the time. A lot of times things were, you know. Oh, yeah, well, we'll catch you next time because this is a good opportunity for us to hang out and have a good beer. Mm-hmm. This time around, people were so highly motivated to talk to one another and be live. We were able to sit down and chat with decision makers and actually have substantive conversation that led to immediate follow up exchanges of documents or uh, a follow up meeting gets set right there in the room. So, I mean, my big takeaway is that live meetings are back. They are extremely important, and we should really capitalize on these uh, person-to-person interactions while we have them here because I think we all know how fragile they, they really were over the past couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, plus the, the less circling back you've got to do, I think, the better, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's always so easy to just say, it's like, oh, that's a good idea, but you know what? Let's put a pin in it. We'll circle back. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll hit the, uh, the, the business bingo card there of all the different phrases that you can use, but being able uh-huh. to sit with someone live and in person over a beer, over a coffee, over lunch and say, how can we get this done? I mean, that was that was just so, so compelling for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It turns out the uh, the secret to the maritime industry is actually a good happy hour. Absolutely. Which I feel like I, I feel no shame in saying this, but I think we threw one of the best happy hours I've ever been a party to. Uh-huh. Uh, another big shout out, we should say to any of our friends uh, over there at third place at Half Full Brewing. It's an off-site location in Stamford, just up the street from the Hilton where the event was had. They were kind enough to allow us to host 10 or so companies that we work with, partner with, uh, hope to work with in the future. And we were able to have them over, uh, all protocols observed, all health restrictions uh, in place. And we were able to have a great time, have some real conversation that had nothing to do with business. It was purely getting Mm -hmm. to know and building that rapport with your customers, which anyone who's listening to this probably understands the absolute need for that. Absolutely. Now, Ryan, here is the million dollar question. What was your favorite panel? Ah, that is the uh, that is the big one. There's so many panels to choose from. I'm going to. OK, I have one that is uh, that is extremely useful and one that I found to be very interesting one. And it was the decarbonization and alternative energy, uh, the journey to zero carbon. 
I think mm-hmm. the decarbonization efforts, I mean, beyond a hot topic, the topic. I mean, it's it's leading Absolutely. the charge on a million things. Uh, great one uh, led by president and founding director of Port Vision. They also had the director from the International Bunker Industry Association and a whole slew of other people. It was a large, uh, large swath of people in there talking about that one. But I do also feel obligated because of our roots, because of where we come from. My mm-hmm. favorite panel, my absolute favorite, was actually hosted by uh, one of our one of our partners, uh, Cynthia Worley from uh, Sedna, as well as uh, Evan. I'm not. I'm not, sorry, Evan. I am not going to do your name justice here, Evan Estathio, and he's the CEO of Skysail Advisors. He does a great document there, the lay of the land uh, kind of survey that he does of all the different technologies. Uh, mm-hmm. That one was the digitalization panel, and it was integrating technology to optimize business performance. So that one mm-hmm. is top of the line for me, my friend. Yeah, that's just <laughs> the answer I was looking for. So. <laughs> Tee me up nicely, sir. Tee me up nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so expanding on kind of the uh, digitalization aspect, would you say that there was a large or expanding digital presence of this year's CMA? Oh, I mean, I think that's an understatement of it. It's Large and expanding uh, is not giving the amount of credit that this industry has garnered, or excuse me, deserves uh, based on their ability to innovate over the past few years. So I'm going to answer this question with a very short, yes, I do believe that. Uh, mm-hmm. However, I want to expand on it only to say is that if you were to look back, say, five, six, seven years, you would not see nearly the presence that the technology industry has represented uh, at this event. Uh, I did a quick count of it, and by my count on exhibitors and presenters, uh, out of all of those, just under half of them are technology or technology-related, meaning that they're either directly a software provider or they are a company that also has been tagged as being an innovative and technologically-based company. So when you think of it in terms of that, if you say that more than a quarter, somewhere between a quarter and a half of the presenters and the exhibitors and the sponsors of this industry are in the innovation and technology sector – that tells you more about this industry than just the the fact that they're there trying to do business. That says a if you use this as a sample set, that says more about this industry just as a sample set that will explain what the industry as a whole is doing, mm-hmm. where we've embraced the idea that data is good, that integrating data into your business processes is good. And beyond that, you can actually drive real world business change. And I say that meaning not just how do we save money, but how do we make the vessels more efficient? How do we make the voyages more efficient? How do we make the uh, the decarbonization efforts actually meet the milestones that we're searching for? I mean, we're talking about optimization, not only at a mechanical level, but across the board, optimizing our usage of this industry as it pertains to the supply chain, as it pertains to environmental participants, basically as it pertains to being a good business you know, forget what the word is for it, but a good, a good, excuse me, a good corporate citizen is the word I'm looking for on that. A good steward, maybe. Yeah. Yes. A good steward of the industry. I, oh, good word. I love it. That's the way. It, and this is why you're the managing editor, my friend. That's it's, the kind of stuff you bring. I've been doing the wordle. What can I say? Absolutely. Uh, the one button I put on the, um, I put on the top of it there is that there are a lot of companies out there right now. I mean, ours included, but you have everybody ranging from, uh, technology that'll track what's on board the vessels, technology that'll track what the vessels are doing, technology that's agnostic and it tracks the overall industries and trade flows. Being able to put so much interest, excuse me, so much interesting information in the hands of 
what I like and being a member of the Maritime, I feel very comfortable saying this into a group of people that really struggled to move from, mm. you know, pencil and paper to computers. I mean, this is an exciting time for the industry. We're, we're moving Absolutely. leaps and bounds. And I think the past two years, as much of a uh, as much of a downturn as it was across the board, as far as person to person interaction. And it actually makes an interesting point on top of this that I'll make in just a quick second. We lost a lot of person to person interaction. However, we did force people kicking and screaming to get on board with the technological revolution that had already happened in most industries. Our industry mm-hmm. a little late to the game. However, we're picking up speed. This kind of a jump forward from, say, the representation five, six years ago. If you take out the two years we didn't really have these conferences, that we're talking about a massive jump forward over the course of really a three year window. So we got a pretty sweet injection of, uh, of innovation and technology uh, during the the COVID period here. And it's a funny thing when you think of it from a, a macro level is that my two big takeaways of this particular event are that one, live and in person is so compelling and it's really important that we continue to have these events so that we can have these meetings. And it's really, really important that we continue to embrace innovation. And those two things oftentimes are, are considered to be at odds with one, one another because one takes the person-to-person interaction out of it, one adds it back into it. I mm. think... Um, in a very yin and yang kind of way. I think those two things hand in hand show nothing but great stuff for the industry in the upcoming years. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's about finding that harmony. Absolutely. A little harmony never hurt nobody, my friend. That's what I'm saying. Hit the high seas and just <laughs> off into the sunset. <laughs> I feel like I came, I feel like I came back from the, uh, from the uh, conference really rejuvenated. I'm chock full of, uh, upbeat uh upbeat commentary there to share about the industry and that's always a good thing man <laughs> yeah you got some pep in your step that's what we love to see absolutely absolutely well i uh think that just about does it for this episode i want to uh, thank you all for tuning in to our very first episode of ship talk it was great to have this conversation with ryan about cma Thanks again for tuning in. I've been Ellis Tucci, and this has been Ryan Dooley. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing or sharing with a friend or colleague. Thanks for listening.